Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. My name is Chris and I am a writer at the Viking Age as well as zone coverage and bring me the news. Uh, we do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. To my right is my co-host Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age. And I'm reading this all out of order because I'm all fun. I, I got a text right before the show started. Um, <laughs> so I'm like thinking about the text and whatever. But um, yes, Chris Shad, Adam Patrick. We do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. If you miss us, we're available in podcast form on Apple, Spotify the very next day. Uh, however, you consume us, rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Adam, I'm just going to race right into it because I'm kind of in a uh, in a unhinged mood. Uh, Kevin O'Connell spoke about the quarterback position at the NFL owners meetings. So, of course, we're going to talk about Kirk Cousins here. Um, his quotes on Kirk Cousins. My goal is that 2023 will be one of the best seasons Kirk has had playing quarterback in the NFL. When that happens, I think it is going to be a really good thing for the Vikings. Kevin O'Connell was also asked about the status of quarterback contracts. And he said this about drafting a rookie. The benefits of drafting a QB and having those four years of that player on that rookie pay scale allows you to build a roster around those players and that has been an advantage. At the same time, those QBs that reset the market are franchise-changing players at the most important position in sports. So we'll lead off here. What do you make of Kevin O'Connell's comments about Kirk and the benefits of a rookie quarterback? And I also got to shut my door, so you just go ahead and I'll jump back in. Okay. Um, I think uh, Kirk Cousins... uh, I think Kevin O'Connell's comments about Kirk Cousins are... Interesting because he didn't really talk about beyond 2023. He he stuck to what his plans are for Cousins in 2023 and and nothing beyond that. He, he I, I mentioned how he doesn't want to how how Kevin O'Connell didn't talk beyond 2023. 
uh, with Kirk Cousins. And he kind of just stuck to what he his plans are for Kirk Cousins in 2023 um, and how he wants him to be successful. Obviously, obviously everyone wants that because you want the Vikings to be successful, and so does Kevin O'Connell. But he kind of left 2024 open, which is what the Vikings have pretty much been doing this whole offseason, uh, Quasi Adolfo included. And then mentioning the, you know, talking about the rookie contract and how your team can get an advantage, I think is significant as well, because they know that there's an advantage when you, you if you find a good young quarterback like a Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes, and you're able to play with that guy for two or three years on a rookie contract, you can do a lot of good things uh, roster-wise with that. So I think that's telling as well. I think uh, a lot of the reports of the Vikings, quote, you know, doing their homework on the quarterbacks is something to keep an eye on as well. Um, but I don't think they're going to reach. I don't think they're going to reach for a quarterback. I think we've talked about this in the past. Like, just because you need a quarterback uh, for 2024 doesn't mean you should reach for a quarterback in this draft. Um, one, because you're going to have cap space in 2024, and you're going to have more quarterbacks to choose from in the draft in next year's draft. So, you know, if you don't get one this year, fine, whatever. Just look ahead next year and see what you can do. Um, but yeah, I found I found them interesting because Kevin O'Connell really didn't talk about anything past 2023. And that's that's where we are, it, you know, with Kirk Cousins. And um, whether people like it or not, it still seems like the plan is to move on from Kirk Cousins after 2023. Yeah, and I think I, I've been on the record during this show about Kirk Cousins. Like, I'm fine with him in 2023. You want to bring him back. It seems like all signs are pointing to that. That's absolutely fine. Um, as far as beyond 2023 goes, I would leave it open. I, I would leave it open. If you like your quarterback in this draft, if you like Will Levis, if you like, uh, you know, I, I shit, if you like Hendon Hooker, at least that's a direction. Mike right? Cannonbaum does. You see yeah. that? Holy yeah. moly. I did not see that. No, he has the Seahawks saying? picking Hendon Hooker at number five. Well, they can knock themselves out with that. <laughs> That's why. What, what was the guy's name? Like Ernie Clark or whatever energy. Like the Packers took a 25 year old at like seventh over or like a 28 year old back in like 1950. I mean, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, man. Like <laughs> everybody knows where I stand on that too. I'm not going to repeat it. If you want to go back and see one of mm-hmm. our other episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with Kirk is kind of the other thing that came up and that came up when Mark Wilf was talking. Uh, he was also at the owners' meetings, of course. Is it the owners' wait meetings or the winner meetings? It's the owner. Yeah, owner meet, the winner meetings are for baseball, but it's the owners. Yeah, meetings. I mean, it is opening day. It's only fair that I would get it crossed yeah. up. But and I again, I'm sorry. I'm getting like texted like crazy uh, right now. So like my my attention is divided. But Crusaders uh, probably. That that's exactly who's lighting me up. They're like, we see you on air. We know you're talking. You're talking shit about Kirk. Shut up. Uh, Mark Wilt was asked about uh, Kirk Cousins in the current state of the team. And when he was asked about Kirk, he said, I think winning those close games, all those fourth quarter comebacks shows the confidence and trust Kirk has in Kevin O'Connell. He added when asked about the goal for the team, we want to be super competitive every time we step on the field every season. What drives us every single day is the ultimate goal, and that's winning a Super Bowl. So what we were not where we wanted to be at the end of last season. Okay, so so there's that. Like, just digest that for a moment. Jamie Erdahl of NFL Network went on uh, Good Morning Football, and she had this rant that a lot of Vikings fans saw. She's from I, I Minnesota. She is from Minnesota. Yes, I, I was about to get to that. 
But uh, her quotes, and these are just the highlights because obviously we can't play the actual clip on air. Um, she asked several, she made several good points, including how can you create a different outcome if you don't change what is getting you to the same position every year? Plant your flag in the NFC North all you want. Can you make it to an NFC title game? Can you make it to a Super Bowl? Can you not lose in the first round of the playoffs again? You have to make a change, and sometimes those changes are scary, but bringing in someone like Lamar Jackson, I think, would be prime. What are your thoughts, not only on Mark Wilf's comments about, we want to be super competitive every year, we want to win a Super Bowl, blah, 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 and Jamie's comments about, you got to do something. You got to change it up. You got to find something at the quarterback position because what you're doing is not working. Um, Yeah, with Mark Wilf, I think it's just a continuation of what the ownership has said in the past about wanting to stay competitive. And that's good and, and bad sometimes as well, because, you know, you, you, you might have to take a few steps back to get to the point where they want to be consistently competitive or a contender each year, because right now they're just treading water every year. Um and yeah, they're competitive, but what's the point? You're not you're not going to do anything every year. And that it kind of leads to what what Jamie said about like, great, you win the NFC North, great, you made the playoffs, but who cares if you lose in the first round? Who cares if you lose in the divisional round? It means nothing. And it's kind of just a um, you know related to Kirk Cousins and how great he put up these these cool stats um, during the season or or during a playoff game. And when it comes down to those moments where you need him to come through the most, he doesn't. He just goes with the team as well when you need them to come through the most they don't and in order for that to change you have to make a big change and they've they've taken steps in that in that direction this year i feel like with the departures of adam Thielen and their kendricks um and some other guys appear to be on the way out as well so i think they're they're heading towards those those changes and i think kirk cousins is probably you know that next big change which it seems like he is going to be gone after this upcoming season and i think you know some people maybe maybe like jamie are just you know getting a little impatient because they see see someone like lamar jackson available out there i guess he's available um and they just want their team to make a move to get a player like him who is a former mvp who just adds who's who's 25 who just adds a, another level of excitement to uh, your offense that Kirk Cousins doesn't have. Now, the Vikings not set up at all to get um, Lamar Jackson. I know mm-hmm. Jamie said, like, they have the picks or whatever. They, they, they do not have it. the picks. No. Well, they have a, they can give a first round this year and a first round next year. So mm-hmm. fine. You can say that or whatever. And maybe a first round in 2025 or whatever, even <laughs> if you have to do that. But they don't have the finance to add Lamar Jackson. And the whole point of moving on from someone like Kirk Cousins is to get that break at the quarterback spot and get that break to, you know, build the rest of your roster and then pay your quarterback and then figure things out. You bring Lamar Jackson in, you're not really in a, a much different spot and you might even be worse off because his cap is going to be even higher than Kirk Cousins. Um, you know, there's there, obviously there's ways you can move money around and, uh, you know, set yourself up better for the next, like the next year or two. But eventually you're going to have to pay whatever Lamar Jackson wants, or it's eventually it's going to come and hit you, you know, on your cap hit. You look at Deshaun Watson, I think he has like a cap hit of over 50 million for like the next few years. Um, that's not, <laughs> that's, that's not good for any team really. Like, and the thing with like moving on from Kirk Cousins too, like, I feel like people just, they just get angry because they, they like Kirk Cousins and he's a good guy or whatever. And he's played, you know, pretty well with the Vikings. Moving on from Kirk Cousins doesn't really have a lot to do with Kirk Cousins. Like mm. it's just just it's not getting personal, re- it's business. Right. It's getting rid of someone, starting over, 
from the position and finding someone new that you think will help you be successful in the future. The, the organization tried it with her cousins. It has not worked out the way that they wanted. And now they will start over and find someone new. It really, it could have been anyone else in that position. And they would have done the same thing. If they started out with someone 2018 and they were there for five years, six years as a starter, and you won one playoff game, any team would want to move on and find someone new. It's just how it goes. So, like, take the name Kirk Cousins out of the whole equation. Any team would do something similar that the Vikings appear to be doing um, for the future. So, yeah, I just think, like, it's, yes, I, 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 I hear Jamie's comments, and I'm like, yes. She said a lot of good points, too, like, you know, great, they win the North. Great, they make the playoffs. But who cares? doesn't mean anything. Um, and I agree with that. Like, people, as Vikings fans that have never seen their team win a championship, but they've seen them win a bunch, what do they have, like the third best winning percentage all time in the NFL, and they never won a Super Bowl. So what does that mean? It means nothing. Um, so, you know, we're all just a little fed up with this. We want to be competitive, but it doesn't mean anything at the end of the year because we're still not going to win a championship. So, yeah, I, I, I feel her, and uh, I think her comments are very similar to a lot of people in the Vikings fan base. So... I shared the clip on Twitter and I said, this is the truth that some Vikings fans don't want to hear. And it's true because I, to the Vikings credit, they have made changes this year that were hard, but they needed to make them. They released Adam Thielen, who is from Minnesota. We all know the story there. They released Eric Kendricks, who put out a really long piece about how, um, you know, how much Minnesota meant to him and whatever. I hope he succeeds in L.A. Yep. Like those, those are some of the moves. The big domino to fall is the quarterback position because like me personally, I'm not a fan of running things back. Like being a wild fan. I remember for years when the wild ran back Charlie Coyle and Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter and Mikhail Granlin and did like nothing else and just, Oh yeah, they'll get past the first round this time. And the same thing happened over and over and over again. And when I posted this on Twitter, just kind of agreeing with Jamie, I got a response that just said bottom three defense after last three years. All right. So did the defense like tell Kirk to throw three yards on fourth and eight in the playoff game? Like did, did Patrick, you know how Patrick Peterson came to the sideline and he was just like, come on guys, five more touchdowns during the Colts game, mm -hmm. five more touchdowns. That's all you need. We'll get stops. Just five more. Did he go up to Kirk and just say, Hey, like throw it short of sticks, man. TJ will get it. Throw it short of the stick. You know, I had another guy respond because because I, I brought that up. I asked him that question and he said, uh, talked about how great Kirk played in that playoff game and how the defense couldn't get the Giants off the field. OK, fourth and eight again, like fourth and eight. That is it. When you needed Kirk Cousins the most. And I, I know how successful he, I know he had eight fourth quarter comebacks. I know he had all this stuff. He had all of these things. He had Kirk O'Chains. It was super fun. I, I totally agree. You know how much those comebacks meant in the regular season or like how many of them? They didn't mean shit. Like even the Buffalo game where he threw it up to Justin Jefferson at the end, that game meant nothing. You won the division by like three or four games because the rest of the division sucked. Mm -hmm. So like if Kirk came up short against Buffalo, which by the way, they were bailed out by Josh Allen fumbling on his own goal line. So mm -hmm. that doesn't happen. That's, mm -hmm. I mean, that's well, not, the, wait, that, the defense that counts, made a play. That counts as a fourth quarter comeback for Kirk Cousins, but he didn't get the job done in regulation. It was Josh Allen who handed it on a silver platter, but nobody wants to talk about that. Right. <laughs> So, so fourth and eight, you know, you flash back to your college game against Notre Dame and everybody was like, everybody was loud and whatever you threw the interception and scarred you for life. Everybody told you manage the game, manage the game. 
And, and throughout the year, Kevin O'Connell did a great job of getting through to Kirk Cousins. But when it mattered the most, he chucked it down like a goddamn coward. So I realize that I'm not going to change people's minds about this thing, right? But there, there's this blind allegiance to a quarterback who has not done shit outside of Pro Bowl appearances, which don't matter because the game's a total joke. I mean, people post Kirk Cousins throwing darts in a flag football game like it means something. It doesn't mean anything, okay? And then, you know, you look at everything that Kirk Cousins needs since coming to Minnesota. Let, let's run through the list. A competent offensive coordinator. He needed code words and continuity and all that stuff. He needed a strong running game in 2019 because the running game wasn't good enough. So we're just going to run Dalvin Cook into the ground. He needed a center, a guard, an entire offensive line. He needed a head. He needs an entire defense. The defense sucks, right? We got we got to revamp the defense. We need a head coach that's nice to him and we'll meet for him with more than 45 minutes a week. Like we need teammates that treat him like a quarterback Ken doll and put up put you know chains on him so we can pretend he's Joe Burrow or whatever. Do you know what Patrick Mahomes needs to win a football game? His right goddamn arm. He just <laughs> needs his arm because you know what? Patrick Mahomes in his first year as a starter, he had the 28th ranked defense behind him. He got to the AFC championship game, won the Super Bowl next year with a very well-rounded team. The next year, he got to the Super Bowl with a shitty offensive line. Got his ass kicked in the Super Bowl, but hell, he got there, which is more than the Vikings can say over the past, what is it, 50 years? Then last year, the Vi the Chiefs trade Tyreek Hill, one of the best wide receivers in the game. You know what the Chiefs did? They won the whole thing. Like, <laughs> and, and, and I know people are just going to be like, well, it's not fair to compare to Kirk to Patrick Mahomes. Yes, it is. You know why? Because there's this group of Vikings Twitter who think they're more important than they are. They go home. They play with Stathead until it says exactly what they want. And it's like, look, Kirk is right on par with Tom Brady, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, whichever quarterback you get, Terry Bradshaw, Roger <laughs> Staubach, Bart Starr. I don't know. <laughs> Just, just mm -hmm. it, it's insane. It's insane. And I think people are just afraid. It, it's the Red Rider BB gun, basically. Like, you can't get Lamar Jackson. He'll get hurt. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Why do you want a new quarterback? It is nothing against Kirk Cousins. I think he's a great guy. I, I think everything else. But, you know, his, his supporters talk about moving the goalposts all the time. When in reality, they move it all the time themselves. And again, trotting him back out there and hoping he has another level at age 35. It, you're hoping for an all-time outlier and, and everybody just sits there and they go, oh, well, what, what, are you, what else are you going to get? There's nothing else better. Take a goddamn swing for once, whether it's signing Lamar Jackson, when it's trading for a quarterback, because this team has been terrified. This fan base isn't terrified for it. And I understand like the, the bar is super low for Vikings franchise quarterbacks because they've drafted bust after bust after bust, but you can't just sit there try the same thing with Kirk Cousins and then act shocked when he checks it down on fourth and eight past the sticks. But apparently none of that matters. You good? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, I think a lot and a lot of people, it, when they have these arguments about Kirk Cousins and, and drafting a quarterback, like they point to, well, we're just going to have another Christian Ponder or, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. I, I go, I would respond to those people and be like, the person who picked those quarterbacks is gone. He doesn't work for the team anymore. They have a new GM. 
and they have a new head coach. They brought in Kevin O'Connell because he's good at working with quarterbacks, which is clear by what he was able to do with Kirk Cousins in 2022 and really give him the best season he's ever had in his entire career, regardless of his stats or whatever. Like, wow, we threw more interceptions. Who cares? Um, They won more games. That's what matters. So ignore that they drafted Christian Ponder. Ignore that they drafted Teddy Bridgewater. Ignore that they drafted Tavares Jackson. All of those quarterbacks were selected with Rick Spielman in the front office. He is not there anymore. So why is that even like an argument to be made? He is not going to have any influence on the player that is selected or drafted, you know, to replace Kirk Cousins eventually. Um, so that's something that always seems bother me recently about like, oh, we're just going to get another Christian Ponder or another, or another, another t- no, there's different people in there and give them a chance to mess up first before they even, you know. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get before they even pick somebody. Like, don't just be like they're gonna they're gonna pick the wrong person because that's just how things go for the Vikes. Um, it, it's complacency. It, it's just go, balling up in the fetal position and feeling sorry for yourself is what it is. Like, well, and when and, you, when you look at the quarterbacks you mentioned, they made the playoffs with each of them. By the way, right. they made the playoffs with Ponder. They made the playoffs with Bridgewater. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And yeah, like, Mike Zimmer made the playoffs like with Case Keenum. Yeah, Case Keenum. <laughs> NFC Championship. He didn't. He didn't. Need, he didn't need a, an expensive quarterback. His philosophy was working. He was like, 
one of the winning from 2014 to 2017. Zimmer was like one of the most winningest coaches in the NFL. And then they get Kirk Cousins. They spend more money on offense and on their quarterback, and everything goes to shit. It's not Kirk Cousins. It's not completely Kirk Cousins' fault. It's just it's it started something and it was a snowball, and that's what happened. That's how like the Zimmer regime ended pretty much. Like he had a philosophy that he thought worked by spending less money on a quarterback and building you know up your defense. And guess what? It worked. And then when they stopped doing that, guess what? It didn't work. So you know the Vikings have seen the current regime has seen what works. In the NFL, um, you know, it's funny, though, because both Kwesi Dovamensa and Kevin O'Connell come from teams that traded for veteran quarterbacks and paid them a bunch of money. You got Matthew Stafford with the Rams and you got Jimmy Garoppolo with the with the Niners. Um, so don't rule that out either. But no. at least, you know, that that's also another sign of them trying something else. Instead yes. of just sticking with the guy that they have, that's not working. So, like, like I, would, as- I would be, yeah. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but I mean, I would be worried about Lamar Jackson coming here just because you don't have the infrastructure to really right. build a team around him. But it, I, I also would sit there and go, okay, they're trying something. Yeah. This is, this is, you know, taking a leap. And if it doesn't work, I have to quarterback. Or even, even Trent Lance. <laughs> like, yeah, I know a lot of people aren't excited about him because. He's barely been on the field, and there's not really a whole lot you can take away from that. But like, even if they do that, like, it's something. And it's not. It's not. It's that's not a desperation move. That's something like the, the Vikings GM doesn't just make decisions based on like a gut feeling or whatever, or like on a whim. He's these have been moves that have been calculated for months, and he's spent a lot of time figuring out what could be best for his team and talking with Kevin O'Connell and stuff and working together and figuring out what's best. So like, don't, don't think that like they make a trade for Lamar or they make a trade for a Trey Lance that they're not just being like, uh, we need a quarterback after the next season. So we got to get one. Uh, let's Hendon uh, Hooker at 23. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, they're not going to do that. Um, so yeah, like, I don't know, man, the, the excuses for Kirk Cousins are never going to end. And I, I feel bad for someone like Kirk Cousins too. Cause he, he play. He does put up good numbers, but like he just, it doesn't come through when you need him to, and that's that's fine. That's just what he is. But it's time to move on. And you know when people bring up bad defense, okay, what happened in 2018 and 2019 when their defense was good? And then you know you bring up didn't didn't have offensive weapons or whatever, and then you you don't like, okay, you have Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook and and Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. I'm like, what more do you want, man? Like even, even go back to 2018. That uh, that team was loaded. He had a prime defense. I mean, yeah. the offensive line was bad, and the offensive coordinator was kind of a joke. But I mean, like I said, it just it it goes back to that thing. And I mean, if you're good I, enough, I think you the, overcome that stuff. Yeah, I I think the most disappointing thing, like for Vikings fans, is like it just sucks the fun right out of yeah. cheering for it. Like, and I I was thinking about like writing the outline. I'm just like, man, and like finally, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna say how I feel because like. It is exhausting. Like, I don't know how, like, some of the people can just go on Twitter all day and just every day. throw hand every day and every just, day. like, type in Kirk Cousins and, like, comment on everything and fire up Stathead and everything else. And, I mean, find your joy. If that's something that makes you happy, I mean, go for it. But, I mean, I just – I don't you want a quarterback that you're, like, proud of? Like, yeah, dude, and then, and, like, some people are. But, yeah. I mean, like, dude, that's – he's a gamer right there. Like, yeah. give me a Joe Burrow. Give me a, you know, even like a Justin Herbert at times. I know he doesn't have any playoff success. Like somebody brought right. up Lamar's playoff record. It's just like, well, yeah, sure. But I mean, like, Lamar, same as Kirk Cousins. Like, yeah, it's the same as Kirk Cousins, which you can also make that argument the other way then. Like, oh, he's got the same record as Kirk. Well, what does that say about Kirk? 
Yeah. Well, and then the thing is, people who are like, it seems sometimes like people are rooting against the next quarterback to fail. Like, why are you? Yeah. Rooting for your, why are you rooting for your the quarterback of the team that you like to fail? Right. What What is that doing? Like, oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like, he's not as good as Kirk Cousins. Okay, that's not. That doesn't make anything better. Anyways, like, why? Why are you? You want your team to be the best they can possibly. Why are you rooting for them to fail? Like that, that's that's what it seems like sometimes. Like they'd rather have. There's some people I know that only root for Kirk Cousins. We know who that person mm-hmm. is. Um, and they would rather have him succeed than the team. Um, but like sometimes it just feels like no matter who comes in next, there's going to be people that are like, well, you know, not as good as Kirk Cousins. They would have gotten farther if Kirk Cousins was there. It's like, no, you have no proof of that, so you cannot say that. Yeah. So like, but it just it's like, what what do you what are you accomplishing by like getting a gotcha moment or whatever that that the next quarterback will be worse, quote unquote, than than Kirk Cousins? I don't I don't understand that. You could get a Vikings either. Twitter award. That's <laughs> that's all that matters, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so um, (laughs) because this is so much fun and we could sit here for hours debating Kirk Cousins and we probably will have another meltdown uh, between now and the beginning of the season about Kirk. Well, the draft's coming up, so we'll see what happens then. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely we'll see what the Vikings front office really thinks about Kirk Cousins. Just watch Anthony Richardson throw a 70 yard bomb and then do a backflip afterwards. So that was fun. Pro days. You know what I want to see at pro days though? I want to see like them get like one of the defensive linemen and just have them take free run and yeah. like just have that be a drill. Just I like, want to see pro days with pads and helmets on. Why don't we ever do any of this stuff with like actual and, stuff that you wear in a football? A seven on seven like training yeah. camp style why scrimmage. Why don't we do that? Uh with <laughs> you know, don't hit the quarterback. So just right. yeah, we don't want it. <laughs> But that's never going to happen. So. Uh, it, it will never happen. Well, th- um, what the, I'm actually Manziel... going to my first pro day tomorrow. I'm kind of oh, yeah. excited. Oh, well, for South Dakota State? Yeah, that was the text I got, actually. Nice. Um, there you go. I'm just, I, so my brain's kind of gearing up like, what questions am I going to ask? Got some, got some tight ends there, right? Or yeah, Tucker Tucker Craft. Um, he'll be a day two pick, I think. Yeah, but, that's good. That's um, high. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a beast. Um, honestly, the Vikings tra- didn't trade for TJ Hawkinson, I would be pounding the table for Tucker Craft, but um, we're good with Hawk. Hawk's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like I said, we could sit here and talk Kirk Cousins and Vikings offseason and mock drafts all day. But uh, because I'm pissed off, let's move on to the toy department. And that is WrestleMania 39, set to emanate from SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Hey, the Rams have a Super Bowl. What do you know about that? Um, you're probably like, why are you talking about wrestling again? Well, there's a couple of Vikings ties that you may already mm-hmm. know. Uh, Roman Reigns will defend the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship against Cody Rhodes in the main event on Sunday night. Also on Sunday night, Brock Lesnar will fight Omas, who is uh, seven foot four, 430 pounds. Literally makes Brock Lesnar look like a small child. It is fun to see. So, um, We'll start there. Who do you have in these Vikings showdowns on Sunday night? Well, I was looking at Roman Reigns. Um, I don't know if it was Wikipedia page or something else that that came up. But did you know why the Vikings let him go originally? Uh, yeah, he had cancer. That yeah, was his they, first bout. That that was when they first found like his leukemia or whatever. I didn't know that. I thought they were just mm-hmm. like, yeah, all right. Well, you're good. See you later. So yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. So that's very interesting that they were kind of the first to find that for him. So thankful. For the Vikings, uh, I think Cody's gonna win. That's just writing on the wall. It would it would be very interesting if he didn't win and they had him win in like three months at like some random 
yeah. uh, premium live event. Sorry, it's not a pay-per-view anymore. Um, so Cody will be the winner, reaches, you know, destiny or whatever. It's destiny. Um, and then you got to go Brock Lesnar. Like, there's no way he's getting defeated at WrestleMania. He beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. He's not going to lose to Omos. You know, it'll be an entertaining match probably because he'll have five of them like on a on the announcer table or something or like onto some crazy structure. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll pick Brock and Roman for that. And then uh, there, there's other Vikings connections too because I want to say Shayna Baszler is a big Vikings fan. Oh, yes, from, that's correct. I think she's from South Dakota. Sioux Falls. Yeah. So she's a big Vikings fan. There's a couple other people from Minnesota. I'm sure they're they're Vikings fans. Are like, what's um Chad Gable? The, Chad Gable, and then who's the Moss guy? Oh, uh, Madcap Moss, but he's not yeah, on I, the card. He's in no. uh, Andre. No, Andre okay. the Giant. Oh, on Friday. Yeah. Um, but I read the other day that he picked Moss because of Randy Moss. Um, yes. So there's there's lots of Vikings connections because Minnesota is a big you know hotbed for wrestling back in the day. That's where a lot of people. You know, amateur wrestling and pro wrestling, like Ric Flair's from there. I want to say Hulk Hogan actually got like a start in Minnesota as well before he became giant uh, star. In and AWA uh, was actually anchored in Minneapolis back yeah. in the day. So like, and Kurt Henning, of course. Like, there's lots of lots of Minnesota connections to the world of, of wrestling. Because what, like, was it Vern Gagne who uh, mm-hmm. was the guy that that had the promotion? Yeah. I'm, I'm just believe Baron Von Raschke also in Minnesota. We're showing our nerd wrestling uh, knowledge right now, but yeah, and then there's a, there's a bunch of interesting matches as well that you know they know they already know the outcome. We know, but <laughs> they'll still be entertaining um, as well. So I'm looking forward to it. It's basically like real life Avengers or like comic book movie, right? Yeah. Like, when you're a kid, you think it's just stu- this stuff. Is, well, I mean, I'm not a kid. I think it's awesome too. Like when they're jumping across the ring and like what was the rumble and Logan Paul well, and Ricochet are hitting each other in the middle of the ring. That's and cool. there's a layer of athleticism to it. Like, oh, yeah, it is fun to go to an event and see them perform. Like, you know, you can't go and see Iron Man like blow up a building. Like that's <laughs> that's something that can't happen. But you could see somebody like you know a, a guy like Brock Lesnar. One of my favorite memories as a kid was going to a Raw. And one of the dark matches was Brock Lesnar and Sheldon Benjamin, who was a university of Minnesota wrestler. Uh, Brock Lesnar did a shooting star press, which I know is like one of the uh, low lights in WrestleMania history when he tried it at WrestleMania 19, but he, the dude could do it. And I mean, looking at Brock Lesnar, seeing the size of that guy, shooting star press. Yeah. He was probably like 280 back there. Maybe he's a little, maybe he's about the same size now, but I mean, Seeing a guy the size of Brock Lesnar do a, you know, basically a backflip off the top rope onto somebody uh, was just the coolest thing ever. Um, I think Cody wins on a Sunday night. Um, I could see Roman winning. I just think the bloodline is going to implode. My, My prediction is that, you know, Cody will win. And then on Raw, Roman will just kind of blame like the the rest of the bloodline, Solo Sokoa and the Usos for like losing. And then they'll just have enough and like Roman, they'll beat up Roman. Roman will go on a sabbatical and then the bloodline will be led by Jey Uso. Jay. And yep. yeah, yeah, like that'll be you, the continuation there. Do you think they find a way to stretch it out to have like Roman versus Jay at WrestleMania 40? They could. Or do you they have- could. Or is that when The Rock comes back and is like, you ruined, yeah. you ru- ruin our legacy. I'm here to 
you know, Andy or whatever. Who's the real head of the table. Right. Um, right. You know, anytime The Rock can show up, it'll be fun. But it's got to happen soon because <laughs> he's not getting any younger. Like, I don't want to see 60-year-old Rock. And granted, he could probably do it. Yeah. But I... I, I the Usos losing too? Are they going to lose on Saturday? Who The, the Usos? Are they going to lose? Um, You know, you're spoiling it a little bit for me. But that was my bold prediction that the Usos would retain oh, the tag okay. titles. Um, but I'll ask, I'll ask you that in a little bit here. Um, Brock Lesnar, I think he went, I mean, that's the reason he's against Omos and not, yeah. uh, somebody else like Brock hasn't won in a while. So, and that, and seeing him suplex a giant man and give him an F five, it's good enough. The match is going to be like five minutes tops. Yeah. Well, um, I think they'll make Omos look good, but yeah. He's not oh yeah. Win. He'll have his moments and then Brock will like stop messing around and just yeah. suplex him to. Holy hell. Um, which other matches are you excited for at WrestleMania? I'm not a big fan of his uh, stuff he does in his other life, uh, but Logan Paul and uh, Seth Rollins. I think it's going to be very good. Um, I don't know about the Dom Mysterio and Rey Mysterio match. I like the, I like the storyline, but I don't know how good of a match it could be. It'd be pretty good, I think. Um, the Usos versus Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens. And... What Edge and Finn Balor in, in the Hell in a Cell? I think that's the it. one I'm excited for. Yeah, um, it seems like Hell in a Cell is very near and dear to Triple H's heart. Oh yeah, um, like he he said, we're not doing a gimmick pay per view where you know it's coming now. So right. um, yeah, so, sorry, I just got an email about the pro day. Oh, no, you're I'm good. losing my mind. Um, yeah, Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell. So <laughs> he got rid of the pay per view. Hell and it used to be a red cell. cell. Like that was like a Vince thing. Triple H oh, yeah. is like, no, we're going back no, to the old no, like no, no. steel. Like yeah. I love that shit. That is so nerdy, but it's awesome. You have Finn Balor bringing back his demon character, which I love from his NXT days. Hasn't really translated the main roster. Purple? Triple H. What's that? The only purple. That's what I'm wondering if it's going to be like, you know, this is like the nerdy conversation. Mm-hmm. Half the people have probably turned this off being like, I, I can't <laughs> take it only have one viewer now. <laughs> We were down to one and, and you know what? It's probably my mom. So, um, cause I told her, I said, I'm going to go off during the podcast today. You should watch, um, you know, th- there's a possibility edge is going back to his brood character, oh, yeah. uh, where he broke into WWE. So uh, that's also awesome. One of the best theme songs ever, by the way, the I just listened to, um, like uh, Bruce Pritchard has his own podcast and they go over like past pay-per-views. And I just listened to one about bad blood. What was it? 97. That's when mm-hmm. Kane Kane debuted in, in the yes. Hell in a Cell, after Hell in a he Cell. He ripped the cell door off. I was like, whoa. That was back in the day. That was like a real monster. Um, that was like fiend stuff, like fiend level stuff, like where it's scary. One of my friends I worked with at Quick Trip, we would always, I would always give her shit all the time because he's like, he, like she knew I liked wrestling and like she's like, I was always scared of the Undertaker and Kane. I thought they yeah, were like, going to come break into my house and like abduct <laughs> me. And I, like, so every time I'm just like watching old wrestler, I'll just send her a snap and be like, oh my God, it's Kane. That's gotta be Kane. Yeah. That's gotta be Kane. Yeah. Um, Edge also said he has uh, quote extra stupid ideas for yeah. this match, which uh, same same Edge. Someone's getting um, thrown off the top. So I, I I don't know if they'll go that far, but I, Edge Edge is going to hit the spear off the top of the cell <laughs> through the table. Neck, what neck? His I am totally his fine. Head's gonna fall off. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, I already gave my ball this prediction for WrestleMania that the Usos will retain their titles. What is yours? 
Oh, uh, I'm trying to think of the matches. Um, uh, bold. Uh, yeah, this is really uh. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I guess I guess Logan Paul beating Seth Rollins kind of bold. I think. Especially since it sounds like his contract is up. Who, Logan Paul? Yeah. Wait, I, I would think they'd be I thought he signed like a multi-year deal. That's what he, but he said on his podcast, he said it's, it was a one-year deal. Okay. So, well, then not if that he's, I listened to his podcast. If, I read, I read if his, if, <laughs> then if it. If his contract's done, he's probably not winning. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's go, go Asuka to beat Bianca Belair. Okay. I got really, another bold one really for bold. you. Really bold. Um, <laughs> we'll see Randy Orton on Sunday. He's been oh, out so. since last so. June, but uh, I think that is what they're planning. Where does he come though? First feud as champion, huh? Yeah, it could it could be at Mania. It could be at uh, Raw after Mania. Like they they, it's funny because they're talking about surprises at WrestleMania, but they gotta they gotta save something for the Raw after. Oh yeah, Mania. you got like the like legacy the thing. Right, I forgot about that. Okay. Yep. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that is that is it. So if you're still watching, thanks to the one person that is who I, I'm, again, I'm pretty certain it's my mom. Um, <laughs> is the rock going to be there this weekend? Day one or day two? Is he going to be there? He's in, Holly- is in Hollywood. That, that would be so cool if Roman wound up winning and then the rock came out at the end and just Kim like, I'll bottom. see you next year. Yeah, just I'll see you next year, buddy. And then rock bottom. Um, yeah. Who knows? But that's all the time we have for today. We talk about the Vikings on this show more than we do about pro wrestling. We talked about the Vikings. We talked about Brock Lesnar. Well, we, we, we gave it. Th- we talked about Kirk Cousins for thirty minutes, and I think I ranted for twenty nine of them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also in podcast form the very next day. So like, comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. I'm Chris Shad. He's Adam Patrick. We'll see you on Monday, and oh yeah, go Twins. Padres. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.